0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the Bears actually pull this one off. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. I can't hear that. Welcome to Chicago, where the fire yeah. serves cold, but the wolves and the Hawks never shiver in the snow.
1: The Bulls keep it running, the socks run the south, the Cubs run the north, but. The Bears run the
0: house. True Chicago sports fans got their ears to the street. Any team make a move and they never skip a beat. And in this house, this is where we be. Welcome to the show with E-Rock and Big Z. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Chicago. Coming from the true Chicago sports fan cave, this is the TCSF Bears postgame show. Uh-huh. Hey, with E-Rock and Big Z. Z, I'm Z. You're yeah. E-Rock. That's right. e this Bears game got me, like, flustered, dude.
1: Uh, that was a lot of uh, back and forth. I think it was really surprising to see what the Bears did today, considering the fact that uh, we didn't know what to expect out of this team.
0: I didn't expect the Bears to win. This. Did you?
1: I did. I expected the Bears to have a chance in this game, but I think it was really dependent on what we saw at, uh, out of Andy Dalton. And I, I think the biggest shock of the game is the fact that we actually saw Justin Fields play significant minutes in this game.
0: Yeah, that was because of the injury to uh, Andy Dalton that right. uh, that pushed that he got that wasn't flagged. But after yeah. we touched their quarterback oh no yeah <laughs> put a flag on that yeah
1: you look at them funny and they're coming after you so I mean look uh I think it was very refreshing to see what the Bears actually did on offense I think there was a lot of um really important plays that happened on defense I think that was the thing my concern is that because of what the defense did mm-hmm. we are going to hype up that we know what they can do but this was the best case scenario for the defense right yeah,
0: the, the offense hasn't showed up. Let's, let's be honest here. The, besides that first drive, the Montgomery, offense didn't, Montgomery showed up. Mon- Montgomery, what do you have? 60 yards? Montgomery looked like... Uh, yeah, Montgomery has 61 yards and 20 carries. Not his fault. Not his no, fault. No, and, the, and, the play calling was horrible.
1: Well, not necessarily, because here's the thing. I think this game, as far as their game plan... Um, Knowing what they wanted to do in the game, we knew that before the game actually started that they really wanted to get Justin Fields involved. We knew that there was about 25% uh, of the plays that he actually, the the Bears wanted to get him involved with. And the fact is that um, I think because they had a game plan in place, once they saw Andy Dalton go down, they they said, okay, well, this is our opportunity. We don't have to worry about is the kid ready, uh, at least for this game, because he's been game planning all week.
0: Uh, the kid looked good. I mean, he's got a couple hiccups, and this is expected with the uh, false starts. Yeah. That's because he's, he's twitching his feet uh, when he's clapping. And he, he got called like three of them on, on him, and then he also the uh, holding the ball a little bit too long, and it got swiped up.
1: You know, he, he was excited to be in there, but I think, you know, he was ready. He, he does have that little twitch because, don't forget, this is a rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. This is the first time he's seen any significant minutes in the NFL, and I think that, the nice thing was to see andy dalton encouraging him instead of you know sitting back there and pouting like we used to see g cutler do you know that's a big difference but I was very surprised I wasn't I, I'll, I'll say I was pleasantly surprised into seeing what Justin Fields actually was able to do on the field considering the fact that he was chucking it down the field. he was He does kind of he needs to quicken up on his decision making whether he's gonna start throwing it down the field or he's gonna run because like you said before he does hold on to the ball a little bit longer.
0: then that comes with time that does him reading the progression to like okay one is one is covered two is covered three is covered and his safety valve is something that he doesn't really realize he can use which is Kamet.
1: Well, me really needs to get involved in the game, and part of the problem is is that they haven't really needed him. You know, they've actually been chucking the ball down the field. You look at uh, the fact that Darnell Mooney really got involved early on in the game, and uh, we didn't really see anything from Allen Robinson until that touchdown catch. Now, when we think about what happened today with the defense, I think that was, that was the pleasant surprise. That was the thing that we did not expect, but that's the... That's the 2018 defense that we saw. So what I told you, I says, I wonder if Sean Desai called up Vic Fangio over the weekend.
0: Yeah, I think he did call and did not call collect. He uh, used. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: the defense showed up, and um, part of it is that the Bengals' offensive line is not as great either because they right. gave up four sacks last week. Right. So for us to, to give, uh, I think we got like four or five this week. So that's really good encouraging news to, to see that the Bears are actually attacking the quarterback because it helps out the secondary. If you have that push up front, guess what? Now they can't throw the ball deep. And that's where our biggest uh, liability is.
1: You know, the, the the biggest concern for me is the fact that they were up, what, 20 to 3? Yep. And the game ended 17 to 20. And that's including three consecutive interceptions by the defense. Right. One that they were able to capitalize on, and but, but not in the way that you expect to. No, you they got, got, the a, one, they
0: got you, three points for yeah, the one. You got yeah.
1: three points for the one. But Roquan did run the ball back for a touchdown, which puts you up a little bit. High. Head, but the fact that you went three consecutive and you only came out with 20 points—that's a problem because, as we know in the NFL, 20 points is not typically enough to actually win a game.
0: Not enough. This is 1994. You can't win with 20 points. Tom right. Waddle's not on the field.
1: Right, and and that was you know, and even though Burrow gave up those three consecutive uh, interceptions, look at what he did to come back in the game. Yep. You know, the 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 uh, the Bengals got really excited and jumped on that route because hey. Again, Justin Fields, a rookie. He does not have that that um, experience in the NFL, and he gets picked off because he doesn't see the defender coming underneath.
0: Here, here, here's a stat that you're not going to like. Joe Burrow had a 207 yards of offense. Mm-hmm. Bears had 206 yards of offense as a team.
1: You know, th- that's, that's interesting because the fact is that there was a couple of uh, plays – you got to remember when those penalties kick in, that takes away from your total yardage. So mm-hmm. when you have a big play, and you, we we look at it with a, with the eye test and says, oh, that was a great play. Well, there was a pick, or there was a weird penalty, or there was a, a little twitchy feet for uh, for Justin Fields, and that actually subtracts from the yards that you've already made in the, in the uh, game.
0: Very true. We got a, we got some listeners uh, right here. We talking about uh, Alec Ogletree, right? Alec That's the new guy new guy, new guy to the Bears, not new guy to the NFL, making a play in yeah. a second game with the Bears. Then Roquan is Roquan of old.
1: Roquan is my favorite defender on the Chicago Bears. He has been for a while. I mean, mm-hmm. I like I like Khalil Mack, but I mean, considering the fact that Roquan Smith is a lo- not a local guy, but he's a uh, a guy that was drafted homegrown. by the Bears, ha- homegrown exactly. So uh, you know, drafted high by the Chicago Bears, um, and he's really shown what he can do. He had a little bit of blip in his, early on in his in his career, but it seems that he's overcome that. And I think one of the most important things today was the fact that we saw both Khalil Mack and Rabbit. Quinn get to the quarterback
0: yes you did yeah roquan swift with five tackles three assists uh one sack one interception Yeah, duke shelley guy who got just activated this week yeah with uh five tackles and a and an assisted one then you had uh belay nichols with three and one hicks with three and one and our biggest other thing is angelo blackson who i had no idea who this guy was <laughs> and i was like who is this new guy yeah. he's got an interception
1: yeah i mean he's been in the league for a couple of years. Um, you know, interesting enough, when you, we look at the splits between Justin Fields and Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton was nine of ten for 56 yards mm-hmm. and a touchdown, and Fields was six for 13 with 60 yards, uh, no touchdowns in the pick. Um, so, you know, we saw him do his scramble. We saw him. He he does have a long way to go in the NFL, and I think that's one of the biggest concerns with the with the um, with the offense is that you know we. There's a lot of things going on with this team right now, whether it has has to do with Andy Dalton versus Justin Fields, whether it has to do with the secondary and how much they miss Kyle Fuller, whether it has to do with the fact that they're, you know, actually trying to run the ball. Um, what's going to happen with Allen Robinson at, at the end of the year? You got the young guy Komet versus Jimmy Graham, who neither, neither was anything used. today. So, I mean, like, there is a lot of different moving parts in this, in this thing. One thing that kind of occurred to me during the week was the fact that, you know, a lot of people are saying that, The Bears are holding on to Justin Fields because, um, you know, they want to have some job security. Now, with what's going on with Green Bay and what happened with the Packers last week and and how Aaron Rodgers and the Packers have not really seen eye to eye in the last couple of years. You know, I I wonder if they're kind of banking or if they were banking on the fact that if he's gone, the division is going to be a little bit easier. to win. Right. That's that's
0: pretty much what they were thinking is that this division is ours if Aaron Rodgers is out of it. Right, and that's and that's going to happen in, in the next couple of years because Ryan Rogers said he doesn't want to play for Green Bay anymore. All right, Greg whatever. Right, that's Green Bay business. That's not Bears business. Right. So for us, our biggest issue is Matt Nagy calling plays. Should he give it up again to Laser?
1: You know, I wasn't mad at the plays that they called today. Um, you know, the way that they used the run game. I don't think they really did anything that was particularly stupid. I will say that the <laughs> most frustrating thing that happened today was the fact that I saw Allen Robinson completely and totally whiff on a touchdown. Yeah. This is supposed to be your number one ride receiver. This is something that we saw Javon Wims, who is no longer on the team, drop in the playoffs uh, last season right through his arms. So, I mean, of all people who is most sure handed, uh, Allen Robinson is that guy. And they are really, really going to need Allen Robinson to be that guy that they know he can be if they want Justin Fields to be successful, especially considering the fact that if Andy Dalton's hurt, he's going to have to start next week.
0: And that's what I told you when they put the kid in. I was like, uh, Allen Robinson just said, throw me the ball. Yeah. Just throw me the damn ball. Yeah,
1: throw me the ball, but you got to catch the, it, sir.
0: Right. Now you got to catch it because he put it only where he can catch it.
1: Absolutely. So
0: yeah. he, he used the defender as as a, as a guide. You're like, oh, he's on. i going to be outside on the on the sideline. I'll throw it right in. I'll just drop it right in, and he went right through the bed basket.
1: So now that we watched, um, we watched both Andy Dalton today. We watched Justin Fields, but we also watched Joe Burrow. I want to ask you a question. Yeah. Knowing what you know about Joe Burrow, the way he came out of college playing for LSU and, 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 and doing well, and I want to say they won a championship, and then he, what he went through last year, the way that he kind of came out on fire, would who would you choose for your future quarterback right now? Would it be Justin Fields or would it be Joe Burrow?
0: I think uh, it's kind of unfair because he has the advantage of playing almost a year in the NFL where – Justin Fields is just starting his career Mm -hmm. So we know There's a small sample size compared to no sample size They both came from very Big successful programs So if I were to say right now I'm going to take Justin Fields Just for the fact that I think he's more of an Athletic quarterback Um, His passes looked a little bit more accurate But Pearl has way more Weapons on offense
1: you know, I, not necessarily, though, because you look at what the Bengals actually have on offense. Yes, you have T. Higgins. You have a couple of good uh, receivers on that team. But, you know, when we look at the way that Montgomery has come out so far this season, the way that he's being patient, this reminds me of Le'Veon Bell in his prime where he was nice and patient, waiting for the hole to open up, gets down there and gets his yardage. Uh, David Montgomery the last two games, because we really didn't talk about that Rams game, nor right. should we, because um, <laughs> that was that was just an embarrassment. Um, but... You know, seeing David Montgomery finding the hole so far, I'm hoping this is a, a sign of things to come for at least the next two, three years, four years, because we know we all know running backs don't last very long in this nope, league. they don't. But considering the fact that we're watching him actually develop in front of our eyes, at least to be, to start this season, that's very encouraging. Um, you know, but that is that's something that's going to have to be.
0: It's got to be part of the
1: scheme. It's got to mean- be a big part of their arsenal. If they again, you look at Montgomery. Okay, you look at Darno Mooney, Allen Robinson, um, they got Goodwin, you got Damian Williams. These are all very good and very fast offensive players. Mm-hmm. So, if you can get out in the open field, Justin Fields has the type of ability to be accurate and get that ball where it needs to go. So, I, when I think about the weapons that they have, they have a pretty good mix of younger guys like Mooney and Komet, and then older guys like Allen Robinson and Goodwin. And those are, those. I, I feel like they have a very good balance of their receiving core right now and their offensive. Uh, uh, weapons, but you don't, they all have to be playing up to their full potential in order for Justin Fields to be uh, successful in this rookie season.
0: Yeah, I agreed. I mean, they made the adjustment of having, you know, just 10-yard plays in the LA Ram game to actually throwing down the field and expanding it a lot more, actually dedicating to the run. Those are big keys to getting, one, an offensive line into rhythm if you run the ball give them time to find their spot to be able to hey I know how to manage this guy hey let's move or let's do a, a scheme to push the, 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 the defense off to the right so we can go left and all you know vice versa you've got to be able to get that offensive line into a rhythm and they kind of did that in that first series you saw that they moved the ball with ease and, and uh, uh, Montgomery was able to maneuver through the through the offensive line fields he's going to be your wild card because he's going to be able to, to either run or pass okay, and they right you rpo and they have to defend that and respect it so that's the one of the biggest things again and then you have your, your speedsters like you said williams and and, and mooney oh is it time oh it's time it is uh you have both of your speedsters who uh, can stretch the field if you throw downfield and i get it alan Robinson is your number one and if he's going to be double covered that's great. Then he becomes a decoy and the rest of the guys are going to be open. One person who was open and was not used in the last two games was Colt Komet. I know they're using him for pass boxing because the offensive line needs help, but come give, give this guy some receptions.
1: You know, he did get he did get that one catch which was called back because of that tiny little push, which yeah. I thought that was that nonsense.
0: Was, it was within five yards, let's be honest. This
1: this game in general, the flags were flying. I don't know what was going on with this um this the uh, the refs in this game but uh, this is what i'll say is that when you look at the skilled players on both teams these are vo- both very young guys when you look at the fact that when justin fields came in as a rookie you got J- uh, joe burrow as a second year player and a lot of the, the players around them are either rookies or, fir- or, or second year players um you know that's a lot of where your um, penalties came from but cole Komet was involved and that's the thing is that if you can get him the ball he can be a bruiser i, I oh, yeah. feel like oh, yeah. they should have targeted him in the end zone and they didn't. Um, and I'm I, like I said, I'm I'm very glad. I'm happy that they got this win to open the the, the, the home opener for yeah, the Chicago Bears. Yeah.
0: Yep, that's important.
1: So now we're one and one, and now we have to go to Cleveland to face the Browns.
0: Not on vacation though, right?
1: No, no. Oh, okay,
0: good. Uh, yeah, the, the Cleveland Steamer is um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's going to be a tough game. I don't know if uh, your boy. Who lives in the stadium over there is going to be available. He was in and out of the game with a shoulder injury, I remember.
1: Mayfield, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: He was out with a shoulder injury and he came back. I don't know what his stats were for the rest of the game. But that's a tough defense to play against. And uh you cannot have the ball three times and not score day one, right?
1: So I mean the, the yeah. Browns the Browns did win today. Uh they beat the Texans thirty one to twenty one, it looks like. Yeah. That game yeah, thirty one twenty one. You're right. So, you know, and that's a team with Tyrod Tay Taylor at the helm. Look, uh, Baker Mayfield, I think we kind of know what he is at this point. Um, he's a guy that's going to get you where you need to go, and he does have very good offensive weapons on that team. Um, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt together, that is a two-headed monster that is going to be hard to take down because uh, Nick Chubb is a beast of a man. So if that uh, defensive line is not up to par if they're not doing if they if they're not a, as aggressive as they were today then they're going to have problems in that game
0: yeah one of the big things was uh on these interception was that uh, eddie jackson uh he was all over the field but not uh, uh overzealous and no. the biggest things for eddie jackson is do your job and, and play your scheme and guess what things will happen for you if you're like Trying to get an interception, you're gonna get burnt, and he did that in that one play.
1: Yeah, and you know that, that. Well, that was that's Eddie Jackson to a T. I mean, I think that's what we we know what to expect out of that guy now. Now, granted, the fact that his name is Eddie, I'm gonna be an automatic fan of his, but. I mean, look, he got his money, and a lot of people are saying that now that he got paid, that he's he's taking his foot off the gas, he's not trying as hard. And he actually came out earlier on in the season and said that, you know, I owe it to the Bears to give the best, no more excuses, so on and so forth. And I think so on in the season, we really haven't seen that, because even in the play where um, the Bears got burned after they gave up the interception. that yeah, was um, disgusting. I don't even know if there was an interception. It was just they didn't score, um, and, and Bengals ended up getting the ball back. Uh, you know, it was Kendall Vildor and uh, and Eddie Jackson basically picked each other off when Tyler Boyd uh-huh. got that touchdown. So, look, um, the the secondary is definitely going to be concerned. Wait, for the this kid. Wait,
0: this kid's name is Kendall and he can't read a defense.
1: Wow. Uh, yeah, dad jokes from the dad. Thank you, gentlemen. That's once again. Um, <laughs> stay in your lane, son. Uh, But, yeah, look, uh, Baker Mayfield, he had an okay uh, game today. Uh, He was 19 for 21 for 213 yards, one tutty, one interception. Nick Chubb, though, 11 carries, only 11 carries for 95 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Mayfield also ran in for a touchdown, and don't forget Kareem Hunt on that team. So, look, you do have some – But, you know, what it is is that, you know, you got Odell Beckham out on that team. You have – Jarvis Landry out because he's got an injury so you know these these receivers they're running out there they're not exactly big name guys uh Rashard Higgins you got Donovan people Jones um Demetric Felton never heard of that guy Harrison Bryant never heard of that guy Austin Hooper is a very good tight end so we know who that is and David Njoku is actually uh, in there too they got a couple of guys that we know the tight ends are known the receiver their running backs are known but right now they don't have a big name receiver now sometimes that'll put you to sleep thinking that you know you don't have to try as hard because this guy doesn't have anything and those are the ones that always hurt you the most
0: yeah but it's still 31 points what did we score 20. that's right. that's that's a win in their book so oh definitely that's we've, the- we've got to score more points i mean 20 points is again not going to do it in the nfl
1: now to be fair i mean like i said justin fields did not start the game andy dalton actually looked pretty decent and we when we looked at the yeah, splits you know we're, we're not looking at you know at some huge discrepancy between what the two team uh, the two quarterbacks did today i think that we actually actually saw something out of Andy Dalton that I think could actually show them as a successful team. But again, once the, the defense made their plays, it's, it's like feast or famine with these guys. They have these really amazing plays where they got those interceptions and they were aggressive and they get their hands up and they're knocking the ball down and, 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 and all that good stuff. But then when they kind of step, take their foot off the gas a little bit, they just let, you know, the other team go all over the place.
0: It's like when you dated in your teens and the girl got you really hot and then you have to go home. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah. So pretty much what the Bears need to do is uh, score more points, uh, put some more yards on offense, and the defense needs to do what they were doing and the special teams play well as well.
1: You know, I think overall, this was a pretty complete game for the Chicago Bears. Hopefully this is something they can build on. I know that we, um, after what happened with the Rams last week, a lot of people lost confidence and they were just calling for Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace and Andy Dalton's heads. But let's be fair, we look at, I think the fact that we watched Justin Fields when he, when he does scramble and he gets around the corner and he actually turns the corner faster than any court Bears quarterback that I've ever seen, uh-huh. okay. this is the kind of stuff where it's within Mitch Trubisky's tr- uh, skill set he's just not as good at fields doing the same thing, so scrambling So uh, with, the, with the accuracy because Mitch Trubisky had an arm and I, uh, we, the thing we see out of Justin Fields, he throws a laser. I think one of the things that he has to work on is figuring out the touch that he needs to throw that football.
0: That in his reads He has to go through his progressions. He's like bailing a little too quick quickly or holding the to the ball a little too low. So well, it's again it's a rookie thing. It's a rookie thing.
1: Yeah, I mean you know, the, one of the things that he did say in the uh the preseason game that he played um uh, was that you know everything seemed a lot slower than he was expecting. So that's a good thing. That means that he's already has, has a leg up because any sport that you play when you have to react in, in split second fashion that eventually time slows down for you and that's when you know that you're ready to go so i think that it's good for us to see justin fields in this capacity to see what he has the potential to do and we'll see what he does if he has to start next week that'll be a really interesting game
0: so what is your prediction for next week against these browns is it a win is it a loss what does it look like
1: to me my prediction is about 17 to 28 browns
0: 17 to 28 browns
1: i think right now um I think if they're going to have to start Justin Fields, they're going to they're going to do some little tricky things like Matt Nagy likes to do instead of having gotcha a plays. solid game yep. plan because I feel like a lot of times that Matt Nagy's whole thing is that he's trying to overcompensate for deficiencies instead of just focusing on what you do well. He's trying to do a lot of misdirection, a lot of trick plays and things like that, which is cute when we when you're when you were sitting with established veterans and you know what they can do and essentially they just become predictable over time but you can't do that with the guys that no one knows anything about yet all week i mean don't get me wrong there's tons of tape on justin fields but there's tons of tapes on high school and college justin fields we don't know what he is in the nfl yet no, and not i yet. think the big hope is that he can become something but we have to be patient
0: yeah definitely patience is going to be key for the rest of the season everyone's been calling for justin to play he played today Yep. did he make mistakes yeah did he make some good plays? Yeah. And that's what you're going to get. You're going to get that mixed back every single game that he plays.
1: I think the most encouraging thing was to see that accuracy that he did, he did have on that, um, that that pass that he threw to Alan Allen Robinson. It yeah. was right in that breadbasket. And Allen just, I mean, this is not typical of him. We, he's known as one of the most uh, um, reliable receivers in the league. That's why he's so well. He's going to be very sought after if they don't get him on a long-term contract. Um, but, look. I will say, number one, this is a first step in the progression of Justin Fields. We will see what he, if he's forced into action next week. I, I kind of feel like after what we saw today out of both of them, there's no clear cut, one better than the other.
0: No, not at all. I mean, the only thing that uh, Dalton has on the field is experience yeah, um, and be able to see the defense and make some adjustments at the line. But um, they literally had a mirror of a game one had a touchdown one had an interception but yards pretty much the same um and i think they, they did well i think they both did well
1: yeah i mean like i said i think the the biggest question is if justin fields would have balled out today and just had like you know if he would have if if Allen robinson would have caught that football it's a different game if Allen robinson would have caught that football i would tell you 100 for sure right now that justin fields would be starting next week and you look at the 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 way that he um the cohesiveness with a brand new receiver who he hasn't played with before except for this little bit of preseason um if we see him making a, a, a play like that in a completion mm-hmm. he's not rather as much earlier or later where he has not have to yeah. play, you know what i mean
0: not at all i mean he also i mean uh the, the throw to uh what's his name uh goodwin that was that yeah. was high but it was only only where he can catch it. Correct. So the fact that he's, he's, I mean, they called it a catch. He was out of bounds, but whatever. But he's making good throws to receivers on, in, in locations where they can only catch it. So he's not leaving it over the middle where he, you guys right. get popped and it, it's interception. So yeah,
1: because the, the, the interception that he did throw was was a jump route. So I mean, like I, I you know. It, it, that's every things, quarterback happens. That's a good defensive play in my right, book, you is. know, versus like, it was a mistake, maybe, but I mean, like, it's one of those things where, like, I didn't even see him, I'm so focused, and, and yeah, you gotta be able to dart back and forth, but you also gotta make sure that you know exactly where you're going with your football, and I think, he, I, I think it was just a, a decision that he made, you had a very good defensive play from the uh, Bengals, and, and that turned into your interception.
0: You're awesome, so... We both agree that they are going to lose this next game unless they surprise us, which we'll be happily surprised.
1: Look, I mean, I think the biggest thing is that if the defense can play that they way, the way that they played today, um, they were the, the reason that they won this game was that the defense was able to overcome the mistakes of the offense, right? Right. Considering the fact that, yeah, when they, they missed that touchdown— Okay, and then right away, we saw Justin Fields, twitchy feet, twitchy feet. He jumped back before he gets the ball. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's just that you have to have that little bit of patience. It's like a batter going up there and swinging it as soon as it comes out the pitcher's hand. Uh,
0: yeah, a little too early, bro. Yeah,
1: yeah. Hey, this ain't high school no more. guys. You got to shore that up, son alright <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. That's it? What do you think?
0: I, th- I think we should wrap it up here for the Bears.
1: Okay, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think we're uh, – I think we're I, I think we're really excited to see what happens with this team for the rest of the season and we'll definitely be talking about them uh we are going to sign off now and we're going to go ahead and start recording the rest of the podcast so go ahead and check us out true chicago sportsman podcast uh new episodes every tuesday That's every right. topic under the sun including stirring the pot where we're going to talk oh, about we're going to talk about something interesting today frito-lays
0: Came out with a flavor. Came with cool. a new flavor. Cool
1: yeah. Ranch Dorito flavor. So that's oh going to be our stirring the pot today. We're going to talk about what we watch during the week. And we're also going to be talking about the Cubs and the White Sox. So don't forget to check us out every Tuesday morning. True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast. Available on every single streaming platform. And, uh, yeah. Until next time.
0: For the love of sports. <laughs> hey. <laughs> it's like we know what we're doing here.
1: Yeah, except we screwed that up. <laughs>